Welcome once again to Straight No Chaser, the podcast. We appreciate you. We're back for yet another one. And, uh, you know, we just three, four guys have been good friends for 20 years and trying to solve everybody's problem. One drink at a time. We're available anywhere that you get podcasts. That's uh, Apple, Spotify, anywhere that you get a podcast, you can get this podcast. So please like, share, subscribe to us. Tell your friends about us. We appreciate you. Um, my name is John, and we're going to go around and introduce ourselves. KG, what's up? What up, good people? KG, I am sipping on a little bit of uh, Casa Noble Tequila Pasado. So uh, happy Pride Month. Happy Pride Month. I'm also drinking uh, some sangria. All um, right, all right. I'm going to toss over to Ron. What up, fam? What up, y'all? Ron, the house. Um, let me just hop to what I'm drinking. I got a little uh, Uncle Nearest in my hand. Got a little Uncle Nearest. Y'all need to get that Uncle Nearest, the 1856. That's the one you drink on, 1856. Mm. Yeah. Giving you the news you can use on Straight No Chase of the podcast. So we try to ease into things here. You know, I like to give people a little palate cleanser, shall we say. So, gentlemen, think back. I know this has been a long time for some of y'all. What <laughs> did you want to be when you was a kid? Like, when you was a young child, do you remember what you wanted to be when you grew up? Yeah, I do. Go ahead, Ross. I had one of two professions or maybe both professions. It didn't matter to me. One, I wanted to be an actor, like oh, a good actor. I can see that. Two, I wanted to be a lawyer, which is damn near the same thing uh, in some circles. <laughs> um, but yeah. Matthew Actually, I don't know if you've been watching that. I'm going to save that for um, my recommendation. Yeah, never yeah, mind, yeah. never mind, never mind. Yeah, but I know gee, where you're going. Yes. All right. So, Cage. I want to be an anesthesiologist. <laughs> you uh, knew what an anesthesiologist was back then? Yeah. I, I legit knew that it was a person that put people to sleep as a doctor. And um, for the longest time, it was a dream of mine to be an anesthesiologist. So, I went to college. I majored in biology. And then when I got to... Uh, I think it was genetics or some other. I forget one of the one of the one of the classes. I was like, man, I ain't I ain't built for this. Nope. And I wanted to do it for the wrong. I wanted to make money. I grew up poor, and so you know when when money was the was the game was the was the, was the reward. I just my heart wasn't in it, man. So I had to do a pivot. But that was what I wanted to be when I grew up. Real rap. Um, I wanted to be a secret agent. I wanted to be James Bond. So. I was a little kid that would double O soul. Oh yeah. No, I mean like I was the kid that would be like observant and I would follow people and I would like hide and watch people and like keep little notes. Yeah. I was that kid. So wonder you ain't get your ass beat. Oh, I did. But you know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, that's, that's and, what was, and what was that movie with Eddie Griffin when he was like an agent? That's that's movie. Is Undercover hilarious. brother. Undercover, Undercover brother. brother. That's hilarious. That classic. Classic. <laughs> That's I can see I can see you with like the whole the whole shebang. Actually. I could do that. Well, um I don't know if y'all saw it was a little uh social media piece that went out there it was a little meme. And in the meme, it was talking about how um this man and this woman was together. It said, um, husband and I met as co-workers at Taco Bell. Uh, I always had a plan to get a better job. I went to school and I did. Five years later, he's still there, happy and hanging with his younger co-workers. He's 36, no car. And any discussion about a better job causes fights. 
Mm. And then she ends her meme with advice. Sometimes you outgrow people and you have just gone in different directions. And the wise person understands that like when it's a wrap, it's a wrap and you got to go your separate ways. Love is just not enough, people. Internet, please hear me. Love is just not enough. So if you're ready to wrap it up, you got to go. And I think that's what mainly people was telling her in the comments. You know what I'm saying? When people are young. Yeah, but what's what's your advice for her? When people are young, they do do get married for love. Love is all they think about and need when you're young. In your 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, you need more than love to get married to somebody. That's not enough. Because you're... Your credit score is important. You'll think about that when you're in your 20s. Very important. Your your debt is important. Also when you, important. In, you know, when you get older, you'll think about that when you're in your 20s. Mm-hmm. Your hygiene in terms of your health, like your health score type of thing. You know, you didn't think about that when you're in your 20s. But when you get older, man, you got to look at all that kind of stuff. The advice I would give to this young lady is, to John's point, you are grow people and it's okay to move on. If you feel like you've given it all you need it, they go to counseling, they look into some type of support, uh, how she communicated this to this individual. So, you know, y'all talking about her like she's, she's some type of blameless victim in this. Oh, my God. <laughs> Here we go. The, I mean, well, we getting it from her perspective. Exactly. So if the dude wrote the email, it would sound totally different. He asked for she asked for advice. We're giving her the advice. We don't exactly. know this dude's POV. Exactly. Don't if you still right. working at Taco Bell at 36, there's a problem. Can I can I finish? No, 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 hold up. I said I said one one line and then y'all picked up and had a conversation. Let me address this. Let me address this. What do you address John's comment? Let me address John's comment. Jay, there's nothing wrong working at Taco Bell for 36 for the record. If that's all you can do, that's all you desire to do, that is okay. Can I now yes? Y'all talking about her like she's some blameless victim. I don't know, we don't know her age, but we do know his. She said he's 36. I'm going to assume she's somewhere in the age range. Maybe I shouldn't make the assumption, but I'm going to assume she's somewhere in the age range. She also said in the meme that he had been, they had been working there for five years. He, she started five years ago. So he was 31 when he started at Taco Bell. So she made, she, she met a 31 year old man working at Taco Bell and she didn't take the time to figure out five years ago, whether or not he had, the potential of going beyond Taco Bell? Five years ago, he was good. I'm not done. Oh, damn. She knew knew off the break. She wanted to get an education. She wanted to get a better job. She wanted to rise up at a Taco Bell. She didn't take the time to figure out if he was on the same path. So now, all of a sudden, five years later, she got something to say. I just looked up the average pay at at Taco Bell. For the record, it says this. The fat, the, the service worker, the ages, the range is eight to twelve dollars. For the crew leader, nine to fourteen dollars. For the restaurant manager, it's ten to fifteen dollars. It's a minimum fifteen at DC. DC is the uh, at minimum. Uh, minimum wage is fifteen at DC. So that's that's the floor. I'm, I'm just saying, you know, and we don't know where they live, right? Where they live, that could this be. This is very a, classist of us. All I I'm, look, I'm not. Hey. I'm not, you the one that said you should be working at Taco Bell. I was like, there's nothing wrong working at Taco Bell. That's what you choose to do. I'm just hoping my point didn't go everybody over everybody's head. I don't think she's blameless. I think it's a little disingenuous at this point to to oh, hold wait, wait, him. Does she just stay with the dude after she's been with him for five years? She wants to move on. D- does she love him? What? What? 
So she should stay with him because she loves him? I think she should use that. Wow, you're doing that devil's advocate type I'm not stuff. doing the devil's Hold advocate I'm a, I'm a, stuff. Can, can, I fin can I tell you what I mean by it? I'm going to throw a monkey wrench in. All right, but let me tell you what I mean by it. She should leverage that love to continue to, to drop little hints in him, understanding that sometimes he gets upset. He don't want to talk about it. She can find different ways to talk about it. She can leave pamphlets around the crib. That's toxic. She could work with that dude. That's hold up, 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 time out. There's another one. There's another meme that was out there. Another, okay. another social media joint where a woman uh, was being interviewed. And what she stated is she admitted to divorcing her husband for no other reason than wanting more money. In the, in the, the clip that she shared, she said he was fantastic. He was loving. He worked hard, but he wasn't bringing up enough money. So she said, you know what? I got to go. I need to upgrade my lifestyle, have a different expectation. Does anybody have a problem with her behavior? Again. I don't know why Latoya, Latoya, Latoya keep coming for me in these comments, but keep going, y'all. We got a thing. Love is not enough. When you ready to take, when you, if she had done something, I mean, is she filed to a degree? They were, they, were, they were married, not dating. They were married. Okay. I mean, once you have decided you are ready to move on, whether it's because you don't love the person, quote unquote, they're not making enough money, you want to live overseas, whatever the reason might be, you got one life, you should live it to the fullest of your ability. So if that means you got to leave the person you're with to go pursue your little idiotic ass dreams, then you need to do that. Because ultimately, if you don't, now you're going to be resentful towards them. You're going to be mad at yourself. When it's a wrap, it's a wrap is what I'm saying. Love, unfortunately, is not enough. Money is not enough. But for her, apparently it is. I mean, money, I'm sure, is like a variable. You know what I'm saying? No, but for her, for her it was a, it was the defining factor for her to leave her husband. Money, I'm sure, is like the ultimate. I imagine in if you looked at all the breakups of major relationships, including divorces, I would almost guarantee, and I don't know if there's ever been a study done of this. Oh, yeah, no, they, they study it. Yeah, finances is up there. Money, finance is number one. And communication, I think. There you go. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm adding in major relationships, not just marriages, but like people you lived with. You, you It's friction when there's money involved with stuff. I mean, it just is. But but, yeah. but, but I say, dude, she said because he did not make enough money, she was out. Out. Not 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 that he was mismanaging the money that he made that they but, made. But and she He's also said old. something else. And she also said something else that go, he was go for it. He was working all the time, and in her mind, she couldn't align. If you working all the time and you still ain't got no money, nah, this ain't the situation for me. Exactly. And then she bounced, even though she loved him to death. So if she's in a situation where she's neither making enough, like there's not enough income coming into the to the union, and she ain't even seeing him that much because he's always at work, that's a lose-lose. And to be clear, she be appears to be a black woman as well. I want to make sure that we that's a that's important to note. Why why? I mean, yeah. Why is that important? We have always my perspective because on that. As we keep as we keep going, we're going to see a theme here. <laughs> From my perspective, anytime anytime we're talking about anything on this show, the black is silent. We're always talking about black people. For the record, audience. Now, so, now that Rob was talking about uh, Melissa in the, previous, in the previous episode, talking about Bell. Yeah. Great, 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 great place. You know, well, I'm so with it, man. I mean, unfortunately. Uh, it bees that way sometimes. Yeah. I think that she deserve he she she should have enough respect for her husband or the man that she's talking about to really be honest 
with her feelings and be like, this ain't it. I wish you well. And we out. I don't yeah, know if they I, mentioned that she had any kids. Did they have I, any kids? I will say I, I I do think that if if you get to a point where it's something that's irreconcilable, yeah, go ahead bounce. But if it's something that could be worked on, and I can't I can't tell whether or not she tried to work on it. If it was just you, you ain't making enough money. I gotta be out, and and it almost sounded like she was regretful in her tone. If you watch that, um, that's what I got from it. I got a little I got a little regret in her tone. When when I watched the joint, yeah, I, I didn't really get the regret. I, I got that. I'm not saying she was bragging. I think she was making a matter of fact point like, hey, this is what the situation was. This is what I did. This is why I did it. And I think she was good with her decision. Now, at the end of the day, I agree with you, John. Everybody got to everybody got to live for themselves and align themselves with somebody that they feel like they can grow with. And if she. I feel like she probably would have known there's no different than the person from Taco Bell. They know what they get themselves involved with. So, she you know. Knew. But and I mean, people grew. change over time. People so do. if you give them, you gave them two years, three years, four years, five years, at what point do you say, okay, this is it. This is what you are capable of. This ain't good enough for me. I got to go. Yeah, yeah. I feel you. I'm with you. I'm with you. Put yourself in that position where just like, you know, the Taco Bell and, and, and the money, if, if, the woman who wanted the divorce to do for money. If it ain't there, it ain't there. And you make that hard decision to be out. All right. Really in both situations, I can understand. But in, in, in this one situation, you got these two sisters who are quote unquote, social media influencers. They, they talking with this dude, I guess he's on a podcast or whatever. And, and they said that um, to him, um, I couldn't, I couldn't date you. And he was like, why? She was like, I can't, I can't date you. Cause you got a job. He was like, what? She's like, if I wanted to take a vacation and go to Jamaica right now, can't you, I mean, we had to push this back an hour because you had to do something with job with your work. So you can't just drop everything, go to Jamaica with me because you got a job. So now we have on the flip side, a sister who's saying, I don't even I don't even know if this is a flip side. I think this is just a more extreme piece. But she's like, I can't even mess with you because you don't have the flexibility, the liberty, the discretion every time to at the last minute drop of a dime whisk away with me to Jamaica. Right. Statistically speaking. What? Statistically speaking. Statistically speaking, most black men can't do that. So she would have to date a white man. Or, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. A high, uh, or uh, um, what is it? High value black men. So, no, that's what I'm talking about. Statistically speaking, that's that's like 1%. So that's what she wants. I mean, said it's that's her alignment. preference. Everybody is entitled to their preference. Does that if make sense though? If it's, it's her life, she is allowed to decide for herself what I it is that she is willing to accept. I get that, but, but I'm asking absolutely you. A preference. I'm that's asking you. A I'm, I'm fine with that. Right. Does having a preference like that make a lot of sense in this world? 100%. It doesn't have to make sense to us. That's See, people tend, wait a minute, that's definitely a preference. People get really wound up and pissed off when somebody else expresses a preference that that person that's hearing it cannot meet. I let's don't give a damn about that. Wait, 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 wait. Hold it. Hold it. Hold it. Hold it. Hold it. Let's see. Let's, no, no, no. Let's be clear. Oh, God damn. I don't, don't let f- people finish statements, John. You, we already know this. Go ahead. I don't give a fuck what she wants. So I'm not wound That's what up. I'm, so what does it matter? I'm, I'm just having the conversation because she she sounds ridiculous to me. Christina says she wants a drug deal or a trust fund, baby. She had she has a right to her little expectations. Whether it's one percent of the world that can do it or not is immaterial. 
and why people get so upset about it is very amusing to me because everybody hearing this and reading this and listening to this has some preference that other people would feel like, oh, that's ridiculous. How dare you even ask for that? How dare you feel like you deserve to ask for this crazy thing that you want? Damn that, man. Good. Hopefully she finds what she's looking for. I hope so, too. because she She's clear about what she wants. That should be it. I hope she does find what she's looking for. I'm sure that she's found plenty because there are plenty of people that can drop everything and go on a vacation if they so chose. Her point of it was that she was an entrepreneur and that's the only people that she wants to date. So that if she wants to get up and go to Jamaica or something, the person she's with can go do it. I understand that. I think all of us, if we wanted to do anything, we probably could do it nine times out of 10. If we, if we wanted to, if the desire is so fit, we'll figure something out and make it happen. Yeah, I would need I need to finagle some things. I can't just dr you know drop everything I'm doing and go to Jamaica because she came home one day and was like, "Let's go to Jamaica." I can't do it. There's no there's no finagling that. that could happen that could make I, me do that. I, I don't I, even if I could, I wouldn't want to do that. I got things already like I'm working on things, and if I just drop what I'm doing and go to Jamaica, I could potentially miss out professionally on a whole bunch of things I'm working on. Just to you out your mind, we need to plan that, <laughs> and that's cool. And so, therefore, if you and her ever met. It would be immediately clear. I'd that be, off, I'd be, be off her list. There you go. And it's all good. And I'd be fine because I'd be looking at her cockeyed like you stupid. Exactly. I don't want to be on your list. Better yet, she'd be off my list. <laughs> How about that? I, I'm sure that she's cool with that. I said, better yet, she'd be off my list. There How you about go. that? There you go. But okay. let's, let's, I'm going to pivot one more time for you. Dumb. So there's another sister who uh, she's, she's speaking with a guy and in the conversation, the guy was like, you know, could you date a dude that made a hundred thousand dollars? This all of these these topics are relationship based and financial, et cetera, et cetera. And she said, with the quickness, if you make a hundred thousand dollars, that's only two hundred seventy four dollars a day. Like her math was phenomenal. I did the math. I'm like, man, it's, you know what she's talking about. Two hundred seventy four dollars a day that's is what? the equipped two hundred seventy four dollars a day is the equivalent like every day of a $100,000 income. She said, I can't date him. If we go on a date and we get drinks, that's more than $300 a, a, a night. I won't take all this money. And it kind of ended up like, you know, you can't date someone that, that makes $100,000. Now, in my mind, I think it's preposterous because ain't nobody going on $300 dates every day uh, for 365 days. But I digress. That wasn't the point. This is what this lady said. How do y'all feel about people who are calculating your funds, literally, looking at, well, if we go on a date, is this like, how do you feel about people who are looking at your wallet in, 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 with such detail that this young lady was? Are y'all good with that? Are you open to it? Or would that be kind of a, a red flag of sorts if somebody did the quick math? That, that That's a huge red, red flag for me. Um, first and foremost, because you don't know what's in my wallet. We just started kicking it. I'm not telling you what I make. We not have. And if you ask, how much you make? What's your salary? Yeah. Red flag. Nah, we ain't doing this. You're not counting my money for me. And I think you did have a valid point with the whole we not doing dates every night, 365. Like, she may be one of those shorties that want to go out every single night, not cook at home, not eat in, not sit on the couch. You know, a lot of people be in the, in the street, you know, they're in the clubs. Damn, she fine, but she party all the time. Yeah, She may be one of them. I hate to be a broken record, but, you know, everybody's entitled to their preferences, et cetera, et cetera. But I am going to say this part. Gentlemen, it's clear that you brothers are married and that's beautiful. But yes, I imagine that when you meet somebody these days, 
and that's probably been the case for many years, actually, they are calculating how much you make. They're thinking about that. Uh, that's why people ask you, yo, what do you do? You thought about that? Was you was you always thinking about that? Like, was I always thinking about? We not talking about me. shorties. And, you know, we're asking you a question. Yeah. Did See, you? You said this people. Is how y'all do? Are, you are. We're not, we're not talking about. Me. I'm never going to discuss my personal life on but this you show. You said Stay people. Time. Are you people? You're talking about women, correct? See how y'all try to do this? Don't do that. So, <laughs> like I was saying, what are you saying? I know I'm making sense. Don't try to act like I'm not. What, making are, you, what are you saying? I, I don't. Okay. I'm lost. Uh, these days, many people, uh, okay, women, uh, and people that you meet in the streets are like calculating how much you make if they have a romantic interest in you. You understand? What gives you get that perspective? What what makes you feel like people are calculating? I think people go out, they have a good time. Look at the internet. Of course, they are thinking about that. Absolutely, that's what people will tell you about themselves. You see those kinds of expressions and opinions said on the internet all the time in Facebook groups. Your girl you don't, Rose please don't act like y'all don't understand what I'm saying. Your, your girl Rose is co-signing you. I would definitely be thinking about that. Of course um, they do. Yeah, but and, how do you, and to be and, honest, the dudes is thinking about it too. Let's be real. So, I'll, so, I'll so Rose, Rose put in the comments first date, second date, third date. How are you thinking about that? What indications are you looking for to help you start stacking this man's chips if y'all just met? And what tell does he do? If you flat out ask him, what, Yo, do you you do is, what do you do is crazy. I get, What do you do? I work in development. Okay. Really? Now, Wait. she don't know I'm entry level. She don't know if I'm mid-management. Those are questions that will get asked. Leadership. She don't know if I'm executive leadership. Those are questions that will get asked. And then I can be like, sweetheart, we out on a date. This isn't a job interview. Let's enjoy each other's company. I'm talking about over time. I'm not saying immediately. I'm not saying... I, all I'm saying is people will definitely ask those questions to begin to get a general idea if they are wasting their time even talking to you. I guarantee you, if you met somebody out and about and you was like, yeah, uh, I work at Taco Bell, Let me tell you're you, not going to get that much attention from that person. I, I intentionally stopped answering the what do you do question. I was at Amsterdam over there on U Street. Someone asked me what I did. I said, I, I am a middleman that contracts women who work in the pleasure arts for for, for for different clients. She was like, wait a minute. It sounds like you're a pimp. Are you a pimp? I said, I don't like to use that word. Why? I, 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 why even go there? Because why are you asking me what I do? Mind your business. Because they want to know how much you make. Are you worthy for me to even be talking to? See, That's where it's coming from. Here's the issue. Here's the issue. And I, and I think we have... In my opinion, I think that's a little bit of a, a problem because by not being open, we could close ourselves off to networking. There's an opportunity there where we can share what we do. You never know who you may be in front of. And that could be an opportunity to grow your business, your network in a positive way. But if we in the pleasure arts or we, you know, we work at Taco Bell, I mean, we, we could blow we could blow a great connection that could happen in that, in that, in that same vein. So, listen, I when I ask you what they do for a living, I don't I'm not thinking about how much money they make. I think about is there something that I can learn from this individual that we can the symbiotic and the dynamic that we can we can work off each other. But you know, I I, listen, I don't think people. If you're looking at my money, you're talking about I make two hundred seventy four dollars a day. I'm completely out. You are a clown and you off your rocker. Obviously, I doubt very seriously that she tells the person that she's calculated that. But if you really honestly think that people that you meet, even on a, a humbug are not immediately thinking, okay, you are uh, a jet pilot. Jet pilots make money. Oh, you in medical sales. I know they make money. You are a plumber. Oh, I know they make money. You work for Taco Bell. They don't make no money. They're going to pivot. That's and... not true. Uh, all right, man. You, you, uh, you, you can own 10 franchises of Taco Bell. 
here, here you go with the you're right. I, like look, I'm saying, I'll be playing. I'd be playing with it all the time if it was me. Like, let's say I was working at Target and I was in corporate or Costco or Walmart in corporate. Oh, I work for Target and let her turn her nose up and be like, yeah, I get well over six figures because I'm in a corporate position. Now, take your <laughs> nose over to the bar and buy your own drink. Listen, man, I don't care. I will tell people that I work for the CIA or I'm a garbage man. It don't matter to me. I'm just merely telling you that it is a fact that it is something out there. So for y'all that's out the game, I'm glad for you. And I'm out the game too. Foxy I'm just Trini merely said. saying. Foxy I'm just Trini merely said. saying. Foxy Trini said, anyone saying they're a businessman with two phones or more, be careful. Dot, Hold dot, on. dot. What you trying to say? Anyway, <laughs> we got to give the people one recommendation. One recommendation. So something that, you know, you like, you want to read, you want to watch, you want to do, anything along them lines. I'll hop out there. My recommendation, Netflix show. So I'm not going to talk about Black Rabisi this week. Next Netflix show, The Lincoln Lawyer. It's based on a Michael Connolly novel or series um, that ended up being a movie with Matthew McConaughey. That, that's something that KG alluded to earlier. Um, Matthew McConaughey uh, played the lawyer. But in this version for the Netflix show, you know, multiple episodes in the season. Um, the character is the child of a, a white, established, well-known, phenomenal lawyer and a Mexican mother. So for the series, they play the Mexican side. It ain't a white boy who's a Lincoln lawyer. The, the, the Mickey Holler is a Mexican. Pretty much he, he, he got a Spanish accent. He talks Spanish. He plays off of the Mexican side more, more than the white side. I was like... This is brilliant. It's not even a reimagining. It's just pulling on a different part of his cultural makeup. And the show itself is good. Good acting, good um, dialogue, nice, suspenseful um, show. Y'all should check out The Lincoln Lawyer. I got I got a couple of recommendations. I apologize. But God, one, shout out to the people who supported Rasheen for his um, cover reveal. So we appreciate that love. Thank you, sir. Uh, for his, his, his book. So make sure you go out and support Black Rabisi and um, his upcoming novel. Uh, just please make sure you support that. That's my recommendation number one, as y'all was muffing and puffing and whatnot, trash man. The second recommendation I have is, earlier I alluded to, just salute to Pride Month. Um, as a young man, as a young Black man, I can honestly say I had no idea, and I had some biases if I'm being perfectly honest and transparent. But as I've grown, done research and had some understanding, you know, my acceptance of people in general has grown and evolved. So I would just say, you know, everybody understand Pride Month, do some research, expand your horizons and uh, be more embracing to the to the to the humans next to you. There you go. There you go. Happy Pride Month to everybody out there. Uh, my recommendation is a movie called Tropic Thunder. Tropic Thunder is on YouTube. Tropic Thunder is one of the funniest movies that you are going to see. If you have not seen this, it's for free on YouTube. Go check out Tropic Thunder <laughs> at your earliest convenience. I'm not going to tell you what to do. But you got you want people to go watch a white dude in blackface? Hilarious. And you know, That's just one part of it. That's just but, one part of it. But Robert Downey Jr. didn't get no smoke for that. No, because he no did smell. it brilliantly. It was I hilarious. Mean, 
I'm a white dude playing a black dude, whatever. I was just watching it again today. I was crying, laughing. Is it's a classic movie. Did My man that Netflix? does that. It's on. Um, it might be on Netflix. I was watching it on YouTube. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm find it. I'm gonna stream it this weekend. Tropic Thunder. I Check saw it. Out. I I didn't appreciate it with the first time it came out. So because you said it, I may give another go. Oh, yeah, okay. Get some more of that tequila and just sit down and let, put the kids to sleep and just watch it and just go go with go there. It starts out. It's the first second of the movie starts out hilarious and it I'm goes the whole thing. Anyway, I'm with you. I'm with, I'm with you, John. Cage, watch the movie. It is hilarious. Yes, I, I will. I will. I'll let y'all know. There you go. Uh, Straight No Chaser, the podcast is in production with Dana Bingham Guanilio of Makeda Filmworks. And our original theme music is from Midnight Michael. Love it. So, on that note, gentlemen, we got anything else for the people? No, sir. That's it. Peace up. Be well. Happy summer. <laughs> Holla. Holla.